Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. I'm your host, Joanna DeVoe, and this is a happy, hippie place where magic with a K meets the law of attraction. Hi, thanks for joining me for episode 137 of Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. My name is Joanna DeVoe. And I'm the cookie creatrix behind Kick-Ass Switch, Putting the K in Magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and All That Good Shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadevoe.com or back on the description page for this episode back at Blog Talk Radio. And today, it's so sunny. It's so sunny and clear and beautiful because we had a huge windstorm yesterday. And uh, so I'm sitting on my couch. The sun is shining down upon me. I just got a huge box from Thrive Market, which I'm sure I will be Instagramming the crap out of as soon as this show is over. (laughs) So I'm feeling pretty happy um, with this moment right now. But um, I have a question for you that has to do with this show. I have a series of questions, and they go a little something like this. Can you tell the difference between the truth and a lie? Are you sure about that? (laughs) Do you think there is any value in consciously telling a lie? Can a lie be positive, like a little white lie perhaps? And I'm really talking more about the lies you tell yourself and the lies you tell other people about yourself and the truth you tell about yourself and the truth you tell other people about yourself. The longer I have been involved in, I don't even know what to label it. That's why I always say magic, law of attraction, psycho-spiritual, blah, 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 this whole navel-gazing, soul-searching thing. The more I start to see the blurry, blurry, blurry lines, if there is even a line between the truth and a lie. Um, Because it's so funny how my truth so often doesn't match up with someone else's truth, and we both think we're so completely right. And this month's theme, uh, it's been a little bit of a wibble wobble this month with the theme. <laughs> so, um, you know, I've I've missed I missed a show, and we had some tarot, you know, last month's tarot theme blend in. So I'm not actually getting to talk about everything I wanted to talk about this month. But we're going to try to fit this in with the storytelling theme because I really want to talk about how story pertains to magic, law of attraction, and continue basically what I was saying last week. I realized today in, like, doing a couple of bullet points so I would stay on track today to talk about this theme that, I don't think I'm going to get to everything I want to say today even. So maybe next week will be a continuation of the same conversation. I'm not sure, but I'm okay with going with the flow that way. Um, I think, too, that storytelling, like writers who write books and you know articles for magazines and actually tell stories, make movies, I think that that is absolutely magical for the reader and for them as they're creating it. But I also think that the stories we tell as people just in our everyday lives are 
magical as well. And as every good liar knows, <laughs> making up a convincing story is an art form. And a really good lie, a really good liar actually, like pathological liars, they believe their lies. And that's why they are such crazy-making people because if you ever find yourself in a relationship with a pathological liar, you you don't know up from down, east from west. You're so turned around because they so fully believe what they're saying. <laughs> um, so, you know, I haven't done a book nerd post in a good long while. So this Thursday I'm actually going to do an awesome one, one that I have wanted to do all year long, and it finally perfectly fits in <laughs> to the title or the theme of this month because the title of it is Story. So, um, And this is something I rarely, if ever, do. I may have done it for one or two of the early ones. I can't remember, but um, I'm actually going to do a video with that book nerd post because I have so much to say about that book, and I really could do a whole series of videos just on that book because it was the huge game changer for me as a writer. Um, but then also, it has some really cool insights just about life that I think are fascinating and really tie into what I'm talking about today, you know, the stories that we tell. And I actually heard, too, recently, Daniel Vitalis has a podcast, and I forget if he said this or the guy who was interviewing said this, but they were talking about um, how you can get a huge social media following going on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or with your podcast, and you can fool yourself into thinking like, huh, I must be telling the truth. I must be speaking the truth. Look at all of these people that are coming to listen to me week after week. And then he said something so rad. I mean, to me, I was just like, oh, yeah, that is the truth. <laughs> and he said, the actual truth is that I'm just matching up with people whose wounds match mine. We're 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 matching wounds. <laughs> Our stories match up and so people gravitate toward the people who validate their stories. Um so perhaps you and I are wound mates. <laughs> perhaps all of us here in this like little hippie witch corner of Blog Talk Radio and iTunes, maybe we're just all wound mates. <laughs> And that's probably why I hear so often from you the ways in which we have so much in common and how our stories are so similar. Um, I feel like I'm pretty aware of the stories I tell. But after, or should I say, in the midst of this whole bed bug debacle that I have been talking about in the newsletter and on Facebook, I actually want to more than ever, to be more aware of the stories that I share for myself and for you and for the future people I may be resonating with. Um, I'm actually going to be sending out the current newsletter today. I haven't even written it yet, but I do know what I'm going to be talking about, but technically makes it late, <laughs> late in my mind, late in the schedule, as I usually send the newsletter out every weekend or sometimes on Monday morning if I'm having a busy weekend. But our exterminator, our exterminator, <laughs> the exterminator, returned for 
to schedule follow-up treatment yesterday for bed bugs. If you don't know, we got bed bugs, and it has screwed with my schedule in such a profound, crazy-making kind of way. I had no idea something so tiny could jack your life up to such a degree and for such a long time. But anyway, the exterminator, when... Any exterminator that comes to your house to get rid of bed bugs, they always schedule a return visit because the bed bugs always come back. Their eggs hatch, and then you got the problem again. So yesterday when the exterminator came back, I was just like, please, God, please, 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 no more bugs, no more bugs, please, <laughs> which um, totally didn't happen. He informed us that he did, in fact, find more bugs, which means we will be living out of big black trash bags and plastic tubs for another couple of weeks at least. So I am working on changing my story around that, which I actually will be talking about in the newsletter I'll be sending out later today. But it has to do with, um, for me, feelings of helplessness and learning to ask for help, which I did this morning on Facebook, and which I'm going to do here now. <laughs> I'm learning how to ask for help. So please, if you feel so called, send me and my family a new story. I would love it if rather than sending me you know, a story about what a nightmare bed bugs are, how impossible they are to get rid of, your story about how they made you insane. <laughs> if you instead you would visualize us as happy and free and at ease and laughing our asses off as we unpack our boxes and bags and celebrate the fact that we are now able to put up our holiday decorations and enjoy the season in comfort and style. That is the new story that I am telling myself, <laughs> and you are all witchy, magical people, so I figure that I could do a whole lot worse than asking for your help. So yay, thank you in advance. <laughs> and thank you to those of you who have left me more awesome reviews on iTunes. I squeal with delight every time I come across a new one, and it means so much to me, and I really, really appreciate it. So thank you for doing that. And then going back, um, kind of on the same note as what I was telling you about the bed bugs, not because I want to reiterate that old story, but I want to tell you a different story that relates, and it's a true story. <laughs> if there is such a thing. It's a story about something that actually happened to me and really piqued my interest in magic back in the day. Story before, but if I did, it was a long time ago. And I'm excited to tell it again today. I'll just tell you the Cliff Note versions because that's probably all you need to know. But somewhere in the, my mid-20s, I don't remember when exactly, and I don't even remember how, when come to think of it, I made friends with this healer dude. And um, his name was John, and I had a ton of fun, like, hanging out with him on his property. And we did things like, um, we did, like, battle with, uh, what are, they? I can't even think of what they are, like, big bamboo shoots, you know, like, where you're, like, fencing, but with, like, big bamboo sticks and then we were throwing knives into this tree, which sounds totally horrible now when I think about it, but he was teaching me how to throw a knife 
and actually he didn't need to teach me because I happen to have perfect aim, people. <laughs> I actually have really good aim. I had a dad that used to take us out shooting cans, so I'm pretty good at that. But we did all these, like, awesome, like, crouching tiger, hidden dragon things. And then I told him one day that I was having, like, an ant infestation, and they were making me insane, and they were – all in my bathroom, and they were literally coming out of the faucet of my bathroom. (laughs) And I had tried everything to get rid of them, and I could not get rid of them. And so he invited me to do this little chant prayer thing with him, and we talked to the ants. And we were in Burbank, and my apartment was in Hollywood, so we were nowhere near the ants. And we asked them to leave kindly, pack up your bags and go, go, go someplace that's better for you. (laughs) thank you it was nice hanging out with you but goodbye i never had an aunt again they left they just left which is why i'm asking you to help me with the bed bugs because that actually happened to me and i actually have evidence in my life that things like that actually work like we we asked the ants to leave and they left so is that the truth Did that actually happen? I'm telling you it is. (laughs) It happened. And it's really one of the coolest, most magical things that's ever happened in my life. But sometimes I wonder when I repeat a story, if I got all the details right, like if they match up from the last time I told the story. And that's because our stories change as we do. And those of us on a seek-seek-seeking, navel-gazing, deep-soul-diving kind of psycho-spiritual path, we tend to change and evolve at a really rapid pace. And I've seen my own evolution of my personal story here on Hippie Witch. I've seen that change quite a bit, thinking about, like, my family story, for example, the story, my childhood story. I think when I started Hippie Witch, I was at the tail end of telling my poor me childhood story. <laughs> I, had, I had worked most of that out, but when I listen back, um, I can still kind of hear some remnants of my poor me childhood story making its way into certain episodes. If you met me in my 20s, you would have thought my parents were absolute jerks, my mom in particular. If you met me now, you'd think they were amazing, the most amazing, awesome people in the world. (laughs) And the truth is they're both because we are all both. You're a jerk and you're amazing, depending on who is doing the towing. So it's interesting when I really started thinking about that, um, even telling the story about Christianity, the Christianity I I grew up in, it wasn't a lie. I was like telling the good parts that I remember. And as I reclaimed part of that for my own practice, I started feeling happier about it and forgiving and letting go of so so much old junk. And um, in telling a new story, my family changed and my relationship with them changed. And it's just fascinating the way when you change, the people around you start matching up to that. So um, these shows go by so fast. So let's, let's talk about how this applies to you and not make it a big me, me, me fest. So you can tell a new story about your life, and it doesn't have to be a lie. You can start by cherry-picking and extracting the highlights 
um, the best part of that so-called failed relationship, traumatic past, or unfortunate childhood, whatever it is for you, you may not even know what stories you're telling. So, again, I ask, like, notice the stories you are telling. If you didn't do that last week when I asked you this week, give it a try. Just listen to yourself when you're talking. You know, someone says, how are you doing? What happened to you today? You're like, oh, it's such a beautiful day. Like I was at the top of the show, which is true. It is a beautiful day. (laughs) Or you're like, oh, my God, I have bed bugs. I have eczema on my fingers from spraying all these poisonous chemicals, and I've broken all my fingernails moving furniture, and this is like hell. I'm living in hell. (laughs) Just start noticing. What you tell, the stories you tell about your life, even the little things, you know, like when you get into the grocery store and you're like, oh, my God, your parking lot is such a mess. It took me five extra minutes to park today and it's so crowded. Like, just think about that. Listen to what's coming out your mouth. And it could be quite revealing. You might be a little bit shocked. (laughs) You might be a Captain Negativo, as I like to call people that (laughs) tell a lot of negative stories. Um, I, I don't know, I'm going to bring it back around to myself. I can't help it. I don't know. My egocentric, do I, do I just like to share personal stories to demonstrate my point? Probably a little bit of both. <laughs> but whatever, way back when, when I got post-traumatic stress disorder, I was working with a therapist. She was a rock star. She was an awesome therapist. We didn't work together long because I had already done a lot of work on myself So she just really helped reiterate that to me and get me back on track with, you know, all that I had learned and who I was. I kind of lost myself for a second there, and she really helped me. But one of the visits that I had with her, um, I was a mess. I was a wreck. I was so in my poor me story that day, and I told her how my sister told me I have the worst luck of anyone she has ever met. And... When my sister said that, I was like, it's true. (laughs) More bad things seem to happen to me on a shockingly consistent basis than anyone I have ever met. Like, what the hell? Every time I think I'm on top of something, something horrible happens to me. I have the worst luck. So I told that to my therapist, thinking she was just going to be feeling sorry for me and like, oh, you poor thing. And she was like, what a horrible thing to say. That's a terrible thing to say to you. Her reaction was like, your sister was insulting you, and that's not true. And the the reason I call this therapist a rock star is she has that ability to, like, shock me out of my story and be like, oh, huh. Um, You know, and there's a part of you that wants to go, but it is true. Bad things happen to me all the time. But then it starts to become like that chicken or the egg story, like which comes first? Do bad things happen to you all the time or do bad things happen to you all the time? Because you keep repeating bad things happen to me all the time and you keep telling these elaborate stories to demonstrate that. So now when it comes to shaping your reality consciously or co-creating your reality with source energy, the divine, God, however you want to see it, when it comes to shaping your reality, you can use conscious storytelling. And the thing about that, the reason I talked, I titled this show um, True Stories and the Magic of Lies is it's because there is magic in lying, and not all stories are true. And I wanted to demonstrate the blending of that 
that line that I was talking about, but I also want to really emphasize that you can't just tell yourself any old new story. It has to meet you kind of where you are because anything that you believe to be a lie, it's not going to sit well in your system. So if you're clearly 50 pounds overweight and out of shape, telling yourself or other people that you are fit and thin and ready for bikini season is going to set off your inner bullshit detector and achieve exactly nothing. (laughs) You're not going to be able to get much energy behind that because in the back of your mind you're going, that is such crap. Um, But that doesn't mean you need to keep it real, so to speak. You know, people love to be like, I love people who keep it real. or I'm just keeping it real, girlfriend. (laughs) Um, But you don't have to keep it real by calling yourself a fat slob. Because that's not really the truth either. Now, is it? (laughs) So, So don't convince yourself that you need to keep it real that way, so to speak. Sure. It might feel true to you in the moment that you're a fat slob, but in reinforcing that story, I'm a fat slob, I'm a fat slob, and here are all the reasons why, and here are all the stories that support that. You're keeping yourself stuck in that story. And when you're stuck in that story, you notice and or look for evidence that supports that story. You will find tons of people to back you up, kind of like I was saying about we are wound mates. You know, you're going to find other people that are stuck in that story. You might find some very scientific papers that support your story. Um, you know, but you'll notice it in the people that you're attracted to, especially. So you might hook up with a guy that keeps making snide little jibes about your weight you know, telling little jokes that make you feel like shit. Or um, you start reading up on conditions that might be responsible for your inability to lose weight. And, you know, you find a good condition that seems to match your symptoms, and you're like, that is why I'm overweight, and then you're done. That's it. You stop there. Um, Perhaps reading up on psychological conditions that support the idea that you are that way for a damn good reason. You know, you're a victim, and this is the reaction to that, and so it is. And the more you do that, the more powerful that story becomes, the more you solidify that belief, and the longer you stay stuck. If, on the other hand, you can start telling a new story that is not, it doesn't feel like a lie because it's not so far outside the realm of your current story, the current beliefs you hold, then you can get some new energy moving around that. and You can start to build some new momentum in a totally different direction. And with practice, if you keep telling that story with more and more details, um, precise emotion and enthusiasm, you might be amazed at how you start to notice new evidence supporting that story, new people who are telling new stories that resonate with your new story, and some seriously incredible change can happen change that you might label as magic with a K. (laughs) And that story slowly or quickly, depending on how fast you can get on board with it, will become your new reality. That's the kind of magic I am interested in. So your new story might be, I am learning to enjoy exercise and finding all kinds of fun, healthy recipes to replace the junk that I used to eat. 
that's doable, right? That feels pretty good. I'm learning to enjoy exercise and finding all kinds of fun, healthy recipes to replace the junk I used to eat. Or if health is not your issue, maybe your new story might sound more like, I am learning everything I can about investing, saving, and making more money, and I'm really excited about the idea of financial freedom. Or... I am so grateful for all I've learned from hooking up with partners that never really understood how awesome I am because I'm starting to see that they had no idea what they were missing and I am on a mission now to reclaim my awesomeness one day at a time and I'm excited to meet new potential partners who reflect my awesome back at me. That feels good, right? It feels awesome. It feels more doable than I always pick the worst men. Totally different energy. And it's not about games. This is your life. I mean, you can see it as a game. That might be a story you like to tell. I sometimes like to tell the story that life is a game because it helps me get through the obstacles or whatever. But this isn't silliness. This stuff actually has profound profound effects on your life and and it trickles out to everything and what's awesome about it is once you get a handle on the money or you know hooking up with a partner that makes you feel good about yourself that recognizes your awesomeness or you start to get in shape you start noticing other areas of your life other stories you tell and you have already built confidence that you're that you have the ability to tell a new story and you've already supported the fact that that works with some real solid evidence. So that's why I'm a fan of that. I I actually, if you listened to last week's episode on Blog Talk Radio, you might have seen in the show notes that I wrote, here's a link to the video I mentioned during today's episode, the magic of scripting. But I don't think I actually mentioned the magic of scripting. <laughs> Maybe I did, but I don't think I did. Um, I don't think I got that far into my little bullet points for last week, but... Um, The Magic of Scripting is a video and a blog post that I did toward the beginning of this year, and I stand by every word of it. So if you want to learn more about how to shape your future reality using a technique called scripting, go check that out. I put the link again on today's episode, or you can just go to YouTube and put in The Magic of Scripting, or you can go to my website and there's like a little search box at the top left corner. I highly recommend checking that out because I personally think it's awesome. I love scripting. It's one of my favorite techniques. And really what I've been outlining today is scripting to some degree. But you actually, the way the technique scripting works is you actually use storytelling to create your reality and you actually pick up a pen and write your story down on a piece of paper. It's crazy how well that works. <sighs> I just talked so fast. <laughs> like a mile a minute. Um, so and I, I actually I want to end today because I, I don't want to rush through. I've noticed a couple of episodes recently where it's like, oh, I try to squeeze in everything I want to say, and then, and then I don't really get to make my point the way I want to. So I am just going to con- – Continue this on next Tuesday. I will be here. I think, what is that? It's the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. I think it's the 24th. 
and we will just pick up this conversation then so I can like calmly <laughs> calmly talk to you without being like, oh, yeah, one more thing. And the lady is in my head on Blog Talk Radio going, 90 seconds, 30 more seconds. Um, but I also want to say, too, I am going to be taking down the winter transition module of the Psycho-Spiritual Wheel of the Year soon because the winter solstice module is going up. And if you want to do the entire year in a day, the psycho-spiritual year in a day, it starts with Samhain, it starts with the winter transition, which is not about Samhain and Halloween. I'm just working with those themes of shadow work and using this time, you know, going into winter, the winter transition, to engage in some of that psycho-spiritual work that helps our lives kick ass. If you want to do that, this is your last opportunity. I am taking the whole wheel offline next year at this time, and it starts with this module. So I'm just trying to tell everyone that so nobody writes me late. So nobody writes me later on upset that they're missing a module. <laughs> so you have been warned. I've been repeating this like all month long, and I just no witch left behind. That's my motto. <laughs> So if you want to do that, go to www.psychospiritualwheelofthear.com, and it's easy to find. Until we meet again, I hope you have a beautiful week that you're telling yourself awesome stories. Pay attention to the stories you tell. Much love. Peace. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.